What's up, you guys? Matt Tebow here from the Contractor Marketing Show. And today we are back into the studio here. I'm with Matt Favreau. What's going on, Matt? Hey again, guys. Back after our longest hiatus so far, I think, about a month since we were in the studio. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing some uh, interviews of some other um, people on the show here. But yeah, like Matt said, back in the studio again. Great to have you back in here, Matt. Um, guys, today we're going to talk about a really important topic, and it's the topic of mindset, and we titled this uh, Million Dollar Mindset Principles for Contractors. The reason that this is so important is that you can have all the right tools, you can have you know, the perfect marketing agency, um, you can have the perfect environment, all the right mentors, um, you can have everything, you know, all the equipment, everything. But what we found working with dozens and dozens of clients is that really what it comes down to ultimately for success is having the right mindset. And I know that this is probably like, you know, you hear this a lot, it's kind of cheesy type thing. But the reality is, is that this stuff absolutely works. And today in this episode, we're going to go into some granular um, topics and really address some of the limiting beliefs that a lot of contractors have and the type of mindset that you need to be successful. So we're going to jump right into things here and we're going to cover, we broke it down into three different um, categories. So the first one is going to be successful mindset for specifically marketing campaigns. The second is going to be successful mindset for just business overall. And the third is going to be for life. So let's jump right into things for the marketing mindset. So we're going to start things off with just saying like, Every time that a client signs up with us at Savant Marketing Agency on the launch day, I send them a personal email and it says something like, hey, are you committed to uh, success in this marketing campaign? You know, quitters never win and winners never quit. And so if you're committed to making this a successful campaign with us working together, just reply 10-4. And the reason that I do that is because before we start any marketing campaign, both of us need to have the understanding that, hey, we're committed to making this a success because the only way that you can be successful with marketing is having what I call marketing stamina. And it's going into a marketing campaign being like, hey, we're going to do this for this long and we're going to give it everything that we've got. So first things first, um, what I have written down here that you need for a marketing campaign to be successful in your mindset is to go in it first with having a goal. So I can't tell you how many times, Matt, where I'm on a call with a contractor and, you know, before we present to them a plan or anything like that, I always ask them, hey, what are your goals this year? Like in the next 12 months, what kind of goals do you have? Maybe it's revenue, crew, whatever, lifestyle, but what goal do you have? And more often than not, unfortunately, I'll hear from contractors, they'll say, um, I mean, if I'm making any more money next year than this year, then that's the goal. And I'm like, okay, so if you're making $1 more, then is that like a success? And they're like, well, obviously not. I'm like, okay, so clearly you have some bigger goals. So let's define that. And so goals are just extremely important. So I don't know if you want to mention anything about goals first of just having a specific goal. Um, what have you maybe seen with some of our clients or anything like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's great when you have a specific goal that's both like realistic and attainable. Uh, because that's kind of the best way to have your sight set and focused on something that you can actually achieve and you don't get discouraged along the way. Um, because something that's just as bad as not having a goal is having some outlandish goal that's realistically not attainable. Yeah, uh, And that's a easy way to get discouraged along the way. You know, you, you're one month in, two months in, you're not seeing the 
the uh, the traction that you're hoping and then you just get discouraged and things start going bad um so that's why like setting realistic attainable goals is great because you have your sights set on something that you can work towards yeah exactly it's like the smart goals or whatever it's like specific measurable achievable um I don't know what R is, but T is timely. I can't remember what R is. But yeah, so it's like you want your goals to be specific, measurable, attainable. Realistic? Uh, realistic. I is think it? that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> um, might be subjective, realistic, right? But you want, like what Matt was saying, is like you want to have a good sense of like, is this actually realistic based off of maybe my last year's like performance, right? Like sometimes I'll talk to someone, like I mentioned, and they don't have a goal. And then other times I'll talk to them, someone and they'll say, I want to make a million dollars this year. I'm like, okay, great, awesome. And what did you do last year? And they'll be like, oh, like 70 grand. And it's like, okay, like not saying that that's not possible, but I just want to know what is your plan of like how you're going to get there. And they're like, uh, I don't really know. Like, uh, I guess I want to get I, some jobs. I yeah. Like, land <laughs> some jobs, do some work. <laughs> want to figure it out, man. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like, you know, uh, we're probably gonna have to do some serious goal setting here. And like, are you actually prepared to do the things it's going to take to go from that to that? Cause that's like, you know, quite, <laughs> quite a growth, uh, uh, improvement. Right. And yeah. so we, we'd much rather hear like the $500,000 number where it's like, maybe you're doubling your business, mm-hmm. which is way more achievable and scalable. Yeah. I would say that, uh, just to echo that, like most contractors will come to us and say, I just want to double the business. You know, I'm at 500K, I want to hit a million. Or, you know, we have uh, two trucks on the road, I want to have four trucks on the road. That's actually a pretty realistic goal and something that's pretty easily attainable, especially if you don't have any marketing systems in place and you're just doing referrals and then you, boom, you put in a sales system, a marketing system that can really bring things to that level. So first things first for a marketing campaign, always have a goal. Super, super important. It's going to keep you on track to actually looking back and, and saying to yourself, okay, are we actually on track as well? Because if you can't measure a marketing campaign and you don't have a goal in mind, then you're not going to know if it's a win or a fail. Right? Super important. Second thing that's really important with doing a marketing campaign for your mindset is being humble enough to ask for help. Be, knowing when to come to a mentor or your team or someone that you look up to or your agency or whatever and saying, hey, I, I have a problem with this or I'm struggling here. I need some help, right? Knowing when to go to a mentor and ask for help or guidance is super, super important. I have written down here a little bit later is like the concept of being teachable as well. You don't ever want to come to someone and say, Um, hey, I want to achieve this goal and I have this goal in mind and I want to do all these things, but I want to do it my way. You know, the most dangerous three words that you could have is I know that, right? You don't want to, you want to go into something being teachable. Do you have anything to share about that? Yeah, like especially when you're hiring a marketing agency, especially Mm -hmm. if it's the first time you've hired a marketing agency, you're going to be experiencing things that you've never experienced before, whether it be lead flow, marketing tactics, type of leads, whatever it is, you want to be open to knowing how to effectively address these situations and not just being like stubborn and stuck in your ways because that's a quick way to either lose a bunch of leads that are promising or get discouraged yeah absolutely yeah it's like you need to be teachable you need to go in and having that open mindset of being like hey i don't understand this stuff fully so i'm going to ask questions to understand it deeper and have a greater sense of what's going on so asking for help very very important another thing is is moving fast right so being able to quickly move on the spot and pivot quickly and and do that with confidence because with marketing 
Quickly, what we're going to do is put out a test and see the feedback from that. Okay, we got a positive feedback from that. Perfect. Or if we put out a test and then we see, okay, that didn't work uh, as expected, then we're going to make a pivot. And we need to be able to do that quickly. So on both sides, for your marketing agency and for yourself, winning mindset, successful people, they act very quickly. They produce quickly. So for example, like a very tangible example of this would be like your marketing agency asks you for a new set of pictures or to be able to go in, out and get like a set of reviews or be able to do this or that for them or get them this login password or whatever. Being able to act very quickly for that and, and do it fast is going to be the success of a marketing campaign because the faster that you're able to move and make these pivots, the faster you are to be able to, to be able to dig for gold and find the gold. Yeah. Another good one I, I can think of is um, we see a lot of people that email quotes or quote over messenger, and that might be something that they're used to doing because they work with referrals and they're maybe friendly mm -hmm. with the people they know them. Um, but when we explain to people that that's not a good strategy for uh, colder leads, if you can pivot and start doing more in-person quotes and you kind of get the whole process of dealing with these leads faster, you have a less chance of wasting a lot of leads that we deliver early on in the campaign. Yeah, it's like um, basically what you're saying is like being able to adopt new information quickly. For sure. Yeah, being able to like quickly be like, okay, what I'm doing isn't working. I'm going to adopt this new way of, of doing things and like internalize it and use it. For sure. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah. Um, other thing here for mindset within a marketing campaign is just not over obsessing about the small stuff, especially if you're like brand new to advertising. Um, and maybe, you know, you've been focusing on referrals mostly, and now you're branching into advertising because you're trying to take things to the next level. Um, a temptation is to fall into perfectionism, where you're obsessing over all of the little things. And then what this does is it takes your mindset off of actually focusing on what matters, which is contacting your leads, selling the jobs and growing your business. For example, Sweating the small stuff could look like if you're obsessing over the comment section on an ad where someone just says, oh, that basement looks ugly or blah, blah, blah. You know, you're over obsessing about these small little things like haters and um, I don't know, you're over obsessing about, uh, oh, is my watermark uh, perfectly on this picture just right? Is it in the top right corner or the bottom left? Is it too big or too small? Like these things are all things that to some degree have significance, but where does it lie on your priority level, right? Yeah, and speaking specifically to the negative comments on ads, uh, a lot of the times we see these ads are the best performing ads and we explain to our clients that, hey, like just because there's some negative attention, the algorithm likes it. So we recommend keeping it up. And if they're, you know, too focused on the negativity and they can't forget about it, they ask us to take down the ads, even though sometimes they're the best performing ads. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're in an attention economy right now. So basically, like marketing now is pretty much how can I capture attention, right? Like how can I capture attention and then direct that towards my services? And so like Matt was saying, like it's oftentimes like these controversial ads um, that are getting people's attention, maybe sometimes negative attention, it's usually not all that bad actually anyway because like he was saying, it's just going to boost you up in the algorithm and probably get more leads for a lot less. Um, so not sweating the small stuff is super, super important. Just understanding in a fast-paced environment like running a marketing campaign, there's going to be some balls that are going to be dropped. You're, go you're not going to remember every little small detail, right? And so it's like you're going to 
have to be, uh, like I said, have a priority list of what's important with this campaign and not over obsess about the small stuff. Because especially if you're not used to putting yourself out there um, in front of people's faces constantly, you're going to be in for like uh, a bit of a surprise, a bit of an adjustment because you're not used to that level of exposure. So not sweating the small, uh, small stuff, staying focused, staying positive, very, very, very important. Um, and then last thing there, like I mentioned earlier, is just staying teachable, like just constantly being in the state of like, okay, like, what can I learn here from this situation? Okay, I don't understand this. I'm going to ask some questions. Having a, having a student's heart, like becoming from that perspective, and you need to keep that. Um, very, very important. Anything to add to that? Yeah, well, we, we pride ourselves on being more than like a lead delivery service, right? We're mm-hmm. kind of like a, a business growth service. Mm-hmm. So we know not what's best all the time, but we have like best general practices that we preach to our clients. Um, and a lot of the times they don't imp- uh, have these values prior to working with us. Mm-hmm. And the faster they adopt them, we see a lot of success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's like we don't want to just be like all, um, just like a lead delivery service. We also want to have an impact on your overall business mindset and then have that also leak into your life mindset so you can improve that too. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But let's move into the business section now. We talked about marketing campaigns. So business section. Um, first things first, business success mindset, million dollar mindset principle here is going to be something called extreme ownership. So I can't tell you how many contractor, contractors that I talk to who will say, man, this year was just a, like a, you know, a big bust because it's because Biden's fault. You know, all of the um, policies he's putting in place just make it so much harder for me. Or nobody wants to work these days. Everyone's lazy, so I can't hire anyone. Or, uh, man, the economy's just tanking. That's why my business isn't doing as well. That's why I'm not getting as many leads. And so it's like they have all these reasons of why they can't be successful. And, hey, I'm not saying, like, maybe there is a little bit of truth to it. Maybe there is some validity to it. But does it actually serve you to believe that, right? Yeah, it's never a me problem. It's it's always (laughs) external factors. And these external factors, most of the time, should be almost completely ignored because they're external. You have little to no control over them. So why does it impact what you're doing and how you're going about things? Exactly. My, uh, my coach actually told me a little bit ago, and it was a very good piece of advice. He said, Matt, control the controllables and everything else isn't worth your time. So if you can control it, then great. Do what you can to control it and, and control it. But things like the economy or Biden, I mean, besides voting or whatever, like you can't control that. So don't put that into your mindset because that's not going to be a winning mindset to be able to hit your goals. You're just going to start coming up with all of these excuses, right? And everyone else is playing in the same environment. So why, why are you complaining? Like, you know, everyone's in the same boat. Competitors are doing the, in the exact same situation. So that's a really good point. Yeah. It's like everybody's in the same exact uh, um, position, right? So very, very important to just take extreme ownership for everything, like everything that happens to you or that is happening to you or why you haven't achieved something. Ask yourself, like, what could have I have done to change this, right? And very, very important in terms of business mindset of just taking ownership for things. Um, next thing that I want to talk about is just being the expert. Um, a lot of contractors will... Um, pride themselves on, you know, educating their clients. They'll say like, oh, you know, like when they meet with a client, they'll be like, oh, like, 
you know, it's really important you understand this and that. And they'll basically like talk their client's ear off. And while that might make you feel um, like an expert, the reality is, though, is that being an expert, a true expert is um, all about specializing, right? So a true expert should be specialized in a certain aspect of their business. And you don't have to talk your client's ear off to be an expert. Um, this can come in the form of like, you know, you just have the experience and you really know what you're doing. Um, we talk a lot about the importance of niching in from a marketing perspective, but also just for business in terms of having like a competitive advantage and being able to succeed in business and provide enough value. Being the expert is super, super important. Yeah, if, if you can explain exactly what you're about and the value you're providing to your customers, you're going to sell more jobs. You're going to be able to charge more. Your customers are going to like you more. They're going to like the result more just because of all the time and effort you put into actually mastering that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, committing to mastery. Um, one of the concepts that I talk about on social media a lot is this concept of the 10 dark years. And I actually got it from Bill Gates. Um, so the concept of the 10 dark years is the mindset hack of basically anytime you're going into a business, go into it with the concept of I'm going to commit to this business for 10 years and I'm going to give it all I've got for those 10 years. And at the end of those 10 years is when I'm going to really assess it and be like, okay, what are the results from this? Because too often what happens is people will go into something for like one year not even, honestly, like six months less. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't get the success that I wanted. I I'm going to go look something else. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And they get like the shiny object syndrome from there. And so I think a lot of contractors have been in the industry for a long time. Like lots of people that I talk to, you know, they've been in the industry for like 8, 10, 12 years. Um, but they necessarily haven't been committed to their business for 10 years. Maybe they've been in the industry, but not committed to their business. So if you want to be successful in business and have that million dollar mindset, that winning mindset, you need to have that commitment for 10 years and be like, okay, I'm in this. I'm not giving up. I'm not deviating because every time that you change what you're doing, let's say that you're doing basements and you're really focusing on that. And then you kind of get shiny object syndrome because maybe in your first year of business, you're focusing in on that. You're not getting a lot of traction, but you see your friend go off and he's doing landscaping or something and he seems like he's getting some quick success. So you jump over there and then you do that for a little bit and then you don't have success there. You jump over here. It's like every time that you're jumping around, you're just starting over again. Yeah. And something that kind of ties into both the 10 dark years and becoming an expert is picking something that you genuinely like doing. Yeah. Um, you know, being a jack of all trades might be great, but if you love doing the basements, like Matt was saying, stick to doing the basements. Like it's easier to commit yourself mm -hmm. to something that you actually enjoy doing day in and day out because you want to grow, you want to learn the new strategies, you want to deliver the great products because it's what you like. So picking what you actually can see yourself doing long term is a great way to be able to get over those humps, those dark times where maybe you're not seeing the growth that you want but you're committed to it. Mm -hmm. uh, that reminds me, I was doing a call the other day with a gentleman who he was doing um, flooring. It's like what he wants to focus in on. But he was like, because the economy has slowed down and I haven't been able to 
get enough jobs to be able to support like the flooring section now he's opening up like painting and handyman and like all these other stuff and we had this conversation where i was like okay man like i'm not saying it's bad that you're doing that because you need to feed your family and keep your crew going and all this stuff but if i could wave a magic wand and magically just send you leads for specifically just flooring does that mean that then you would just do flooring and he was like oh 100 that's what i want to do and so this kind of ties into like being the expert committing, right? It's like, instead of being like, hey, maybe I should just jump around and do a whole bunch of these different things. It's like really committing to your niche niche and being like, I'm going to be this guy, right? And that's where then it's a marketing conversation, obviously, of how do we get you more of these flooring jobs. But I just thought it was interesting that his response was like, oh, I'm not going to like turn on the marketing for the flooring. I'm just going to like kind of generalize myself, right? And then it just kind of like looking at a site it was kind of just like we do everything you yeah. know you're kind of like driven by like strictly profit mm-hmm. but honestly in that situation like if he was like making enough money doing flooring but wanted a bit of extra money it might be better served to like take 10 hours a week and like forego some of those random jobs and put effort into like content creation mm-hmm. where you're like can see a vision for getting more flooring jobs mm-hmm. or if you don't like content creation some other avenue where you're like networking more or something mm-hmm. where you're actually working mm-hmm. towards the jobs that you want not spreading yourself so thin you know it, it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense long term no yeah and he was even saying like i'm not even sure if i'm like making profit on these jobs like i'm probably just breaking even but i'm just doing it just because i'm trying to keep the team busy which is absolute worst case scenario because mm-hmm. then then for sure you should be putting the other 10 20 hours a week elsewhere mm-hmm. even if it's net neutral that's what you're that's the situation you're putting yourself in now so Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's a very good point yeah so um yeah so extremely important 10 dark years committing to mastery really focusing in on things um the next thing that i have here too is being a character worth following so a lot of the times in business you know like i was saying contractors constantly always complaining about hey i can't find anyone to hire no one wants to work anymore etc 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 the thing is though is like man people don't want to work for you if you're not an enjoyable person to be around or you're not like inspiring or they feel like by joining you they're not go they're not bringing to their life to another level you know it's like we have a client who are every single time i talk to him just his successful mindset where every time I talk to him, I can feel like this guy's got this it factor where it's it's like magnetic. Like every time that you talk to this person, you're like, hey, I, I, like I feel a pull here. And those are the type of people who are going to be able to rally and create a team around them because people are like, okay, this guy's going places. Like I want to jump on board with this. And this is something that a lot of contractors struggle with because I see the ads that they're putting out. Like it'll say, hey, we're looking for a laborer, 20 bucks an hour. It's like, well okay what about your company like what about your culture what about like who am i working with like what what's the mission here like it's literally just like hey yeah here's like you're a body here's some money like yeah please don't call in sick (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly so it's like you know this is something that i think a lot of contractors struggle with and really what it comes down to is personal development right is like this is where we're gonna now shift into uh, the life section uh, of this of this winning mindset is like committing to personal development. A lot of contractors that I'll talk to, like they just got a bad attitude, and it's unfortunate because I think that a lot of it is just because maybe they've been through like through some like unfortunate things in life, um, you know that maybe they've been jaded and like life's just been tough. And like I get it, you know life is hard, but I think a lot of contractors fall into just like being negative 
and then they have this negative bad attitude and then nobody wants to be around you when you're acting like that. no one wants to work with you especially if you're like short with people just spirals honestly it spirals yeah it's like a feedback loop right like yeah. you just you go down and down and down and down so um the most important thing if you're listening to this right now and you're like man that's kind of me like i i feel like maybe i do have like a bit of an attitude or or matt like how do i become this uh you know charismatic person who's going to attract all these people like maybe i'm just not that type of person the easiest hack that you can uh do to be able to start developing your character um and personal development and become a bigger version of you so you can attract a team grow your business is start hanging out with winners start surrounding yourself with people who are maybe more successful than you or just people who are positive, people who are talking about um, goals they have, dreams they have, um, where they're not just like talking badly about people or gossiping or whining about, oh, like nobody wants to work or this or that. Don't hang out with negative people. Negativity is going to be like a cancer because if you're hanging out with people who are negative all the time and they're saying, oh, you can't do that, like, you, like you can't do that marketing campaign or marketing doesn't work or marketing sucks or uh, man, like what you want to be a millionaire. Do you think you're better than us? Like you're probably going to end up thinking all that stuff. And yeah. You're not going to grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, we all have these people in our lives, right? It could be family, right? Maybe you've got family in your life where they're saying like, Oh, you just signed up for that marketing campaign. You just got scammed or, Oh, you just, uh, you're, why are you listening to all of this? Like mumbo jumbo about personal development? Like none of that works. That's cheesy making fun of you for it like if you want to be a successful entrepreneur right because at the end of the day you're not just running a contracting business you are an entrepreneur you're a business owner part of that is being constantly committed to i'm going to level up i'm going to be better i'm going to find a better version of myself i'm going to learn from my mistakes i'm going to commit to growing this business make a big impact make a big team etc etc all of that is going to come down to personal development and who you hang out with is going to play a huge role in that as well and the last thing, um, just for some overall life advice for having like a winning mindset, is having integrity. And what this is going to do, I know there's so many contracting businesses that are called like integrity construction and blah, blah, blah. It's almost like cringy at this point. And I'm sorry if your business is called integrity construction. Hopefully um, you mean well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but having integrity, and what I think, what I mean by having integrity is having integrity with yourself. Because what this is going to do is give you confidence, right? Because basically what integrity really is, is just saying what you, like doing what you say you're going to do, right? So if you say, um, hey, I'm going to give you a call at this time and calling exactly at that time. Or if you say, hey, I'm going to swing by your house and give you an estimate Tuesday at 2 p.m. You show up Tuesday at 2 p.m. You do the things that you say you're going to do. If you tell your wife, hey, Friday night, we're going to go out. We're going to have a nice dinner. We're going to have a date, just you and me. I'm going to put my phone away. I'm not going to be on my phone talking business, whatever. You do that, right? And so the more that you do this, then you're going to trust yourself more because Really what confidence is, is it, basically it's your reputation with yourself. If you're not a very confident person, what that means is that you fail to follow through on the promises that you make to yourself. So if you constantly are making promises and you're breaking those promises, then you won't trust yourself and then you're not going to have confidence in yourself. So the way that you can start really building up your character and building up your confidence is by saying, hey, I'm going to do this and then you actually do it because then you're going to start believing yourself and being, oh, I actually am the guy.
Yeah, and it's hard to flick a switch too and become that person. But starting small is a great way to hundred like, percent. You know, just like I'm gonna make my bed every morning, mm-hmm. and you just get up every morning and make your bed, and you know, do twenty of those little things every day. And the more you stop lying to yourself, mm-hmm. the more you're going to stop your brain from just assuming you're lying to yourself. And then, you know, everything you say to yourself just gets brushed to the wayside and nothing gets done like you say you wanted to get done. Yeah. Like, uh, like another thing, too, it's like sometimes I joke about it is like guys will come to me and say, like, hey, I want to grow a million dollar company. But you can't even show up to our call on time. Yeah. Like <laughs> It's like, oh. You think you're going to grow the million-dollar company and, like, that little commitment is is the barrier? Yeah. Like, you can't even show up to our call on time. You miss calls. You miss appointments. You can't even call, like, clients back. Like, these little things are the standards that are going to be the difference between being a winner and then being average. For sure. Yeah. So, um, Matt, do you have anything else to share? We covered uh, marketing, we covered business, we covered life. These are just some of the things, guys, that personally I've seen from working with very highly successful contractors. And then through my own life, like starting a business and then to where we are now, um, internationally working with many clients and growing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I actually did think of one more thing that kind of ties into Mm -hmm. um, becoming a character worth following and like winning mindset for life is... um, Besides like following and being around people that have the growth mindset, what you could do is like become that person and kind of just like care about the people that surround you. So whether it's your family or your employees, Mm -hmm. like actually taking an interest in them, asking questions, caring about their lives, not just like them being pawns in your Mm -hmm. day to day, Mm -hmm. um, maybe specifically with employees, uh, more than family, um, you know, if you want to hire the people, keep them around. This is something Gary Vee preaches actually a lot, where it's mm-hmm. like, if you have a team of five to 10 people, you should like know them really well. You know, mm-hmm. you want to know what day Greg needs off because every Friday Greg has a soccer game with his kid and, mm-hmm. and Greg can't work Fridays. So, you know what? You should know Greg can't work Fridays. Mm-hmm. Or if, you know, one of your co- co- or, uh, coworkers is allergic to peanut butter, like you, you should know these. I can accommodate little... that. Exactly. Yeah. You should just, but you should just know it. Like it's mm-hmm. like, if you want to build this business and like have the team help carry your business to the million dollar two million dollar mark it it takes a team and and the more you invest in your team and you actually care about that outcome the faster it is to actually develop that yeah i don't know who said it but there was a quote that said people who are interesting are interested yeah and that's good yeah exactly yeah. yeah So great point. Yeah, absolutely. So, so guys, um, I hope you found some value in this today. We're talking all about mindset. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, I would really appreciate if you give us a five star review so we can get more listeners and more people um, getting value from this. Um, give it a thumbs up. If you're listening on uh, YouTube, give us subscribe. Um, but other than that, guys, that was this episode on the contractor marketing show. Thank you. Take care, everyone.